Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And if my heart that may be burdened and broken, stretched, tired, barely beating, I know that the Lord's going to take care of it because he cares about my heart as I treasure the things of God. Jesus made it very simple to his disciples in a complex sacrificial system in which the best of the best would be selected and inspected and ultimately given over. The Lord says, I'm going to turn things around and make it very easy. Instead of animals that you will present, in essence, I give you unleavened bread that you will break, indicating the life that I have lived for you and what I have willingly allowed myself to be indulged in. Mockery, disrespect, disregard, objectified, objected to, the things that would for you humiliate you, I willingly in advance do on your behalf. Jesus would say with the cup to his disciples on that night, which was his last evening with them, he would say, this is the new covenant and it is in my blood. Meaning that all of the promises that have been given to men looking forward to God would now be by the commissioning of Jesus himself to lay down his life as in all the animal sacrifices were pointing to, on this night he would say, I satisfy this in the next day by what I will go through, what I will surrender myself to, and lay down my life for. The unleavened bread is to identify with his perfect humanity. He was a perfect human being. Perfect. Oh, some of us, I think, say we've come close to meeting someone like that, and I believe there are pictures of perfection. But he was perfect. More than a picture, he was personification of perfection. We'll get to see that one day. As a human being, he was perfect. As God, he would say, and with my life, and with my death, and with my resurrection, I shall perfect you and bring you to me one day. That day is coming very soon. So maybe this is going to be a Christmas both worth remembering and saying, wow, it was the last one. And he caught us up to be with him. You know, usually in productions that we call plays, where people will go and attend, sometimes they last months, years. Plays on Broadway sometimes can do that if they're extraordinary. But sometimes it's just one night. Wouldn't that be awesome if tonight was one night with the king in worship by his spirit here? And he said, that was an awesome production. Come on up. 
and everybody does because we came on in. So with this unleavened bread, we're going to take it together and then we'll follow that up with the juice representing his shed blood and then I will give a prayer concluding that. Let's go ahead and enjoy and his blood which was shed for us for the remission of sin. Jesus says this to us, let your waist be girded and your lamps burning and you yourselves be like men who wait for their master when he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. The Jewish wedding was marked by a week of feasting and celebrating. It was punctuated by the ceremony of the groom and of the bride being wed, but everything to that point was as if they were wed. And so from God's perspective, it is as if we are wed, and the consummation of that wedding takes place in heaven. It is the place that he's preparing for us. So let's continue to worship him this evening in the fellowship of the Spirit in the bond of love, enjoying the beauty of families that have congregated here tonight. When I conclude, we'll have another opportunity to appreciate song and then worship and a closing benediction. Very refreshing evening.